Welcome to Movie and a Beer, everybody. This is Dan bringing us in, and we have uh, some old school activity going on today. We have <laughs> our two amazing original hosts with us today, co-hosts. I'm your host, Blake. I'm your Spider-Man expert. And I'm your dad representing here on Father's Day. Oh, there it is. Randall. And um, we uh, saw the other day, unfortunately, we don't have our youth correspondent with us. Uh, Mr. Otto did go to the movie with us. We went and saw Spider-Man. Across the Spider-Verse. And yep. it's fitting that Randall mentions the Father's Day thing. There is a bit of a, a father-son oh, theme yeah. running okay. through this. I, I realized this morning, but getting ready, like, oh, yeah, hey. There's a lot of father influence because uh-huh. Gwen also is yep. dealing with yep. her parental issues and... Miles and his father are trying to just figure it out. Issues. Yeah, and then there's the the uncle. Yes. Uncle, yeah, uncle. the father figure father, to an extent. Father-like figure. Yeah, mm-hmm. a lot of father figures in this movie. Yeah, so we were really lucky. We went to see this in the theater. We went to yes. Cinema 21 here in Portland in Classic. Northwest. Uh, we've seen a few films there. Uh, for the that we've done episodes yeah. on, they do prov- they do have food available. They have regular snacks available. The beer options are usually rotation, right? They they usually do, but they were the same ones from the previous. Time. Okay, okay. Uh, and I believe you had the the standard Cinema Twenty One. I always lager. get the whenever I go to Cinema Twenty One, I always get the lager. I like a lager, and I feel like lagers are pretty good. Just go with anything movie. Yeah, and I picked the Kolsch from Zeugel House. Oh yeah, and uh, we were sitting. We we when we decided where we were gonna sit because we walked in and we were there really early and there's no one there and they were still cleaning. We're like, I was like, Hey Otto, have you ever sat in a balcony before? And he was like, What? I was like, Yeah. So we went up and sat in the front row of the balcony, and and it's this is an older theater, so there's not a whole lot between you, the edge of the balcony, and what's below. <laughs> if you're not careful, your drink will go over the side. It didn't yeah. happen to me this time, but I was kind of. I think Dan was laughing at me. He's like. Like jerk motion, grab something. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never knew they had a balcony. Really? Yeah, I didn't yeah. either. And that was my first time. I've been there so many times. Yeah, I. I well, that's pretty fun. First time, one of the first movies I saw there, probably thirty years, well, twenty five plus years ago. We we sat in the balcony because there was no seats in the main, wow. and this was back before they remodeled it and put de- decent seats in. Ooh. If you imagine all of the seats <sighs> on the main floor being like the ones we sat in in the balcony, oh boy. Which were, Hard metal, no yeah. cushion, yeah. uncomfortable. Little, I was a little, little squeaky. They're a little squeaky, and I was concerned about that. I was like, oh, these are not going to be – they're narrow and not very comfortable, but mm-hmm. that's okay. You didn't really notice it because we were watching this amazing animated film. Boy, what a movie. Oh, wow. my God. I'm seeing it again later today. It's a huge testament to animation. I don't love what Sony's doing with the live-action Spider-Mans and all that stuff, but – their animation studio is on point. Mitchell's versus Machines is incredible. Uh, oh, yeah. They're influencing put uh, the last Puss in Boots and the new Ninja Turtles is taking from the style. It's like sketchbook, sketchbook looking. It's made to make things look fast and action packed, which is what comic books are. Yes, it's. Uh, I, I, you better shut, cut me off. I'm just, I will just jammer stammer on for okay hours. so so the movie the movie is a continuation of the first one yeah about a year after you do learn i don't i i'm not going to try to cut myself off from plot spoiling too much because there are some things we got to talk about oh of course so but it's still relatively new yeah there there's a lot of interaction between the the first almost 15 20 minutes is all gwen so that i was yeah. not expecting i wasn't expecting that character to have so much screen time and i'm glad they did because it really mm-hmm. does set mm-hmm up a parallel 
you see the issues that each of them go through. Yeah. That is, again, a, you know, one of those sentinel events. You know, every superhero, as you know, every Spider-Man has to make a choice. Set, mm. Yeah, set canon event, events almost always lose someone close to them. They have to. And if yeah. they don't, what happens? Things go bad. Things go very, very bad. I mean, we've we've seen Loki, as far as Loki we know. TV series. We've seen how Marvel is now treating. That's right. And they even mentioned. Let's. I'm gonna spoil that. They mentioned. I mean, they, I think they Doctor mentioned in the trailer. They, they said that nerd on Earth one nine 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 nine. Yeah, <laughs> right. that, that Doctor Strange guy already broke. Yeah, the universe open. Oh, which is right. referencing uh, Spider Man No Way Home. I think correct. Yeah, where okay. he cast the spell oh, right. to mm-hmm. to have everyone not remember who. Peter Parker is right, or that he's Spider Man, and that breaks everything. It, it bring, pulls in monsters from the various brings in the timeline. Frankly, the only Green Goblin I care about, Willem Dafoe. But yeah. you know what, it doesn't break Marvel's bank. No, you know? <laughs> <laughs> not at all. Take that, Disney. <laughs> How do we make more money? We're running out of. Wait a second. Yeah, there you go. Let's break everything. They're like, but, uh, they're like the Facebook of uh, movies. Yes. Yeah. Oh, geez, don't say that. <laughs> oh, don't say that. It's going to taint it my mind. Move fast and break everything. <laughs> wow. So from, I, I thought that this was an intellectually based film that had a lot of visual cues that they used really effectively. They used the color, the styling. Yeah. Everything helped, and the music really helped just carry everything, even though the, oh, there were some yeah, slow yeah. points. And the storyline for those characters that it did focus on and provide you some backstory and some depth to, yeah, I think they, they treated it really well. I think that's why everyone's reviewing this and giving it like as many stars as they can. It's like, I, this is the best thing I've seen in a really long time. Yeah, I like the slow parts. Like, uh, when I first watched this, I was thinking, boy, there's a there's a point where Gwen and Miles are hanging out. And it's a long, long like run of the movie of just them hanging out and you don't see what's happening with anyone else. You're like, whoa, this is taking its time. And as it got to the end, like I'm glad they did that. Like you really get to see just how these two care for each other and, and they're young. how they're they're young, how they're like both just trying to deal with this this mantle of spider person that everyone has to go through. You get a little bit of that in the first one where even spider ham, this cartoon says, sadly, Miles, you can't save everyone. You just have to save who you can. Like, yeah. And then just the the weight of this on this like kid's shoulders. He's 16, I think maybe 15. He's still a teen. So, so the baseline for those that have seen the previews or at least read about it is, so there's a, a villain who, Basically, Miles wasn't supposed to have been Spider-Man. He brought a spider from a different dimension. Yeah. And that is the the, the, the kickoff, the, the antithesis the, yeah, of yeah, yeah. why the story exists. Because he now has to take on the mantle of something that was forced upon him by yeah. chance. He didn't have a choice. And I, I just, I've read the comics so much, I always wonder, in the ultimate line of comic books, Peter Parker dies and Miles takes over. Yeah. But it's it doesn't get in the way. He dies of other stuff. I wonder if he was going to get it eventually. And that's what we don't know. Yeah, we don't know. And that's <laughs> that's the nice thing about you know the creativity that the people that did the writing for this and yeah. pulling in all the different storylines from all the different. Yeah, you, you can tell the iterations. The, these guys know what they're doing. They they care about the work. If we can talk about the visuals, oh my god! I was telling Dan earlier, uh, Spider Punk, uh, Hobie Brown is in this, and one of his introduction took apparently, according to the creators, two to three years. Wow. Because of all the, the aesthetic is very punk, a lot of like sticker graffiti, like bits and pieces of paper. 70s and, and English punk. You yeah, think of the yeah. Sex Pistols yeah, yeah, album yeah. cover, that's the style that he's represented. And he's always just constantly shifting, changing colors with the, his anarchist 
leadings. Like he he doesn't he he doesn't believe in like being groups. And Miles asks him, "Aren't you in a band?" I also don't believe in consistency. And she's like, <laughs> thrown around somewhere. It's just it's just a beautiful, great way to distinguish him from other. Because at a certain point, Spider Man looks the same across the board, except every Spider Person looks so distinct and and specific. And Spider Punk especially just stood out as like th- that's what he is. There's no, there's no one else that's like him. Yeah. How did did you have any opportunity to talk with Otto about the movie afterwards? He really enjoyed it. He liked it. Um, he's not a big superhero movie guy, mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. he he definitely enjoyed it. And uh, taking him was a treat. We don't get to see a lot of movies out in theaters that we actually want to see, and so it was enjoyable. I think if you're going to spend money, this is definitely and see it in theater. This is definitely going to be one to oh, see yeah. in theater. Yeah. Um, Pick your theater correctly. Definitely, I think they're fixing they're fixing it. But apparently, a few theaters got a cut where the music was way overblown and the audio track didn't wasn't synced up to match it. Right, like living room theater here in Portland, theirs seemed fine. Summit Twenty One, I think, got one where as soon as the music kicked in, I thought, I don't. This says, it seems kind of loud. Yeah, when I heard it last, time. I, I I thought that that was purposely done. Right, That's what they, I they had a lot of people. A lot really of people loud. online were complaining that they couldn't hear half of what Hobie was saying. Because yeah. he's, he's talking low muttering and it's like, like grunge punk music playing right. over it. Like, how are you supposed to hear anything? You don't go to this movie for the dialogue. I mean, you really? I mean, <laughs> agreed. Yeah. I mean, you know, Shoot. Yeah, you're at right. the end of the day, I, can, I was like, what is this? And I'm like, I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> like, like I said, I'm just watching it. I mean, they're telling such a great story with just the visuals. Yeah. Which it is a visual medium, it's animation. Yeah. And it's made, this is very much again along the same lines as the first one made to look like it's a visual moving representation of a comic book. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is not fluid Jap animation kind of, you know, the stuff people it's, see it's not on the, Saturday it's not, mornings anymore. That's yeah, it's 3D. not Disney. It's not Don yeah, Bluth. No. It's mm-hmm. It's got the, the, the oh, what are they, like the dotted lines when it uh, light shines, so you can see that's like right. the old co- comic coloring method like the the swipe lines in comics when like they swing a punch and you see it like in motion it's totally yeah this like, m- the colors alone are doing so much so there's much so much happening this movie has an emergent quality to it it's very expressive and i think it's because they weren't precise with any sort of one art direction yeah you can't pinpoint and be like oh this is the art direction it's like it was so many layers stacked on top of each other which i like and so you get this feeling of the movie more than you get like a like a direct oh this is the style they were going for which which fits because the whole premise the whole setting is like he hangs out it's you know later in the movie than i expected but he hangs out with a million other spider people totally all with their own aesthetics and different looks and right eagle-eyed viewers will spot some from the comics from the spider geddon events and from the cartoons and video games and it they literally show, point out Insomniac, Sony, PlayStation's uh, Spider-Man with like the white spider design. Not as nice. big a role as I hoped, but him being just, what, are you talking about me? What? <laughs> I think this is the joy of the movie is that you can go back to it so many times and just mm-hmm. like look for things, right? Yeah. Look oh, for yeah. certain styles or certain little Easter Probably There's probably a bazillion Easter eggs in there that yeah, we just didn't yeah. even notice. Oh, yeah. Like, Dan, didn't you notice something <laughs> in the beginning? I wasn't even sure. Like, so oh, the yeah. opening scene, like the before it's when it's black and before like the intro stuff starts. Is it wait before even like the, the title? Credits? Yes. Okay. Okay. The bottom right hand corner, like, you know how they do the little balloon? Of, oh. If it's action, it's jagged edge balloon. Oh, and yeah. It yeah. said cough. Oh, right. <laughs> yep. In the bottom right hand corner of the screen. And I'm like, 
I I looked. I did. I've not seen anything about that. Maybe I haven't I imagined seen it. it. I haven't. I'm, I'm, I'll, I'll keep an eye out when I go later today. But I haven't seen anyone on the line talking about it. Yeah. Most of my TikTok feed now is about stuff about this movie. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It, maybe I imagined it, but I literally thought I saw it say "cough" in the yeah, bottom. That right seems corner. like something they do. Like the Lord Miller, just intention details insane. Those guys are great. Yeah. What else did they do? The first Spider Man. The first Spider Man. Spider Verse. They yeah. did. It's it's not a movie, but like the Clone High series, right? Which was a really fun take on like poking fun at uh, teen dramas. Right. A regular thing is I'm showing the guys now where all the characters like raise their hands, like "What do you do?" Like in a pleading sense, it becomes a, a meme in the show. Nice. Um, I think they did Mitchell's versus Machines, maybe. That, okay, yeah, that's God, the other that one you mentioned. Yeah, that was cool too. I love that movie so much. I might watch it again today. <laughs> that's another good Father's Day movie. <laughs> You know, everyone's thinking, oh, well, what do we do with live action in an animated, inter- inter- mm. you know, interspersed, you know, you, mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. a screen and you can see on the screen things happening. And now all of a sudden we're going yeah, from an yeah. animated entity universe to an actual what we would perceive as we're just filming I, I keep forgetting real life. That. They intersperse that. Yeah. And they're oh, talking. Right. I mean, you see previous right. Spider-Man movie Spider-Mans. Yeah. And you're like. Oh, that's Tobey Maguire without a yep, spider right. mask, on. and that's a whole oh, crap. that's a whole scene. It's a whole cut of Andrew Garfield just crying his eyes out, and it's like, okay, so they're really, really pushing to and those pull are, it all together, and those are part of the Sony universes. Like they are; those are Sony products. That's oh, yeah. been Sony owning Spider Man when they sold off all the rights. This is borrowing heavily from what they did with Loki. And I know that the production yeah, had already yeah. started when that was going, but you have the time authority that's trying to manage when there mm-hmm. are events that are going to break stuff. Mm-hmm. Like somebody did something they weren't supposed to do. They traveled somewhere. You know, they have that technology. They went to another right. timeline and they screwed it up. And, and they actually showed this is what the timeline is. And yeah, this is yeah, what yeah. it's supposed they, to they be. They show the and, consequences. Right. Yeah. And and it's like oh, okay, so they're really I think dovetailing on they really want to align it with what Marvel's doing, right? And that's not necessarily a bad thing. It's but. not a bad thing. I just wish that we didn't have so many multiverse projects happening at once. Everyone I talk to who doesn't follow comics is like I'm getting sick of it. The Flash movie just dropped, and that's ho- their whole that whole movie's about like multiversal stuff. Marvel's been pushing their multiverse thing for. What years now at this yeah, point? Three or four films deep. And then right. the Spider-Verse has always been like, there's a bunch of Spider people. That's the whole thing. And people are starting to get, they love the, they love this movie. Like everyone's right. saying this movie is great. But they're yeah. like, I just want a straightforward. <laughs> I just want like a movie about a dude doing a thing. <laughs> I think it's a theme because I think people are sick of our current reality. Well, uh, there is oh, that wow. in a whole, right? Like <laughs> that's a really good point. Like these themes are showing up in these movies because I think as a collective, we're like, is this the way it's supposed to be? Where 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 did we get off track? Yeah, exactly. Can we, <laughs> I mean, can we fix this? When when I have very politically someone savvy get, people someone get the spot <laughs> that I'm hanging at when my politically savvy friends and family hang out and have those conversations, I say, what was the event that allowed Donald Trump to get elected? What I, I, yeah, you what do do that. Right. Because something happened because that universe that we're in now and that's why like when we watch MSNBC, it's like Rachel Maddow is like, "Hello Earth, one or Earth, totally Earth A or Earth and another Prime. Earth, Prime. yeah, like the other <laughs> Earth that we live on that everyone's reality actually is in versus the one that is being portrayed in media. Right, and it's interesting not to totally get off track, but there's you know all these very well known scientists and CEOs and stuff who are really concerned about AI, and they're not. It's not going to nuke us. It's going to 
destroy how we interface yep. totally. with each other because every there'll be no way to know what's real and fake anymore. They call it the reality collapse. Yeah. And that's, you know, and that's why Jeez. I'm like, where are we going that way? Because, you I know, mean, and then the yeah. movies are showing us this stuff and it's like, oh, maybe it's real. Maybe I, I get out there and figure out my canon events. Yeah. <laughs> hopefully it's make, hopefully it's being on this podcast with you guys. I love this. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I've always told people I've, I've had specific things that have happened that I've been walking outside and saw something. And then it's like, I always remember that one thing. Oh yeah. yeah. So for me, it's like, I interpret that and internalize it. However, you know, you totally. need to do that. But everyone I'm telling you, I've, just about everybody I've ever talked to about that kind of stuff has those things happen. And maybe those are the actual, you know, the events in your life that you make a decision like I, I decided, hey, I'm going to move out here. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I do often think about what I, what other Blakes are up to. Well, what, uh, what's up with the Blake who didn't go to North Carolina to college, who who stayed in Virginia? Totally. What's he up to? Working, hopefully, working hopefully in a bookstore. Possibly. I mean, <laughs> hopefully a different one. That one's not there anymore. <laughs> I I still think of all the deja vu moments I've had in the past yeah. few years, and think of the Matrix. I'm like, wait, and I see more and more of them lately. Mm-hmm. All these deja vu moments. Eerie. It's like, I've seen this movie before. Oh, no, wait. It's a different movie. It's kind is. of the same. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It totally is. Maybe a reboot? <laughs> yeah. It's a reboot. And so, yeah, maybe they're trying to destroy everything so they can figure out, you know, time is money. It is. Right? That's true. And so... And time, to... time is the only con- constant. You exactly. Know? I'll tell you what's a nice little constant. It's how great the voice acting is in these movies. Yes. that's the. It, before we get to the beers, I really want to get into that because... Shmeek Moore is such a good vocal Miles. Oh my God. Haley Steinfeld knocking out of the park with animation. She did Gwen Stacy. She was in Arcane. Mm. She's a really good voice actress and a, I think a good actress in general, which is kind of rare to get someone who can do both. Uh, Jason Schwartzman is the spot. Oh, so good. He playing this bumbling doofus who's like <laughs> just babbling about like, I'm your nemesis. You did this. Year. What? What are you talking about? To eventually this eldritch horror that's like i'm going to destroy everything yeah which i didn't know he had in him i always thought he was just that guy that wes anderson always goes to <laughs> i loved yeah. him in the other comic book movie we watched was it west was scott pilgrim yeah. oh yeah yeah that's right gideon he graves plays a good bad comic book he does play a good bad guy bad guy yeah. yeah brian tyree henry is the dad such a fun i forget he's uh the guy from atlanta like, oh he, yeah he's the rapper from atlanta he plays the dad such a good such a good show yeah yeah. Oh, I just I love the voice acting. Os- Oscar, uh, oh come on, Oscar Isaac as uh, Miguel O'Hara mm-hmm. doing a very good job. He's great too. Yeah, favorite of the characters. Character portrayed. boy of the characters. I want to say Spot, but it's still Peter B. Parker. I will always love that <laughs> Chicago voice, Jake jo- Johnson voiced uh, Father of Mayday. Totally, I love that guy. I, I was all about the Vulture. The first kind God, of the oh, Vulture yeah. design the first, was so good. The, 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 Awkward. How did he get into the existing, you know, timeline that he popped into? The the re- what the hell's going the on? The Renaissance era, David yeah. Leonardo da Vinci looking. Uh, God, what a cool! And they reference Hammer Space, which apparently is a thing since like cartoons and like a physics thing, where like you can just pull matter from nothing, essentially. Better, I thought it was a reference to Spider Ham's hammer. <laughs> oh, nice. <laughs> but it's no, it's it's like. When you saw in cartoons, you saw Wiley e. Coyote or you saw Bugs Bunny, Bugs often. Bunny pull something out of nowhere, yeah. and you're just like, oh, that's what they call it, hammer, hammer space, because it was usually a hammer that he pulled out of nowhere. But that vulture design's so good, and it's and it's I think a good introduction to those watching it 
versus the last one where you did have characters who were drawn different. Mm-hmm. This dude literally is totally 2D flat. Whole new like, design. Whole new design. Looked like a Da Vinci sketch and was not stupid. He, he understood. He a modern art museum and got mad yes. about it. <laughs> I mean, he's he knew what was happening to himself. He was he's like, oh, I'm in another dimension in another space, and mm-hmm. let's let's cause havoc because yeah. you know. And the things that he was inter like he'd throw stuff at him, and you're just like, well, what the? Well, you, know, sh- you have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so good. I liked Gwen still the God, best. Gwen's such a Gwen's good great. character. Yeah, what a great character. Classic. Very cool. Yeah, apparently her alter ego is called Ghost Spider, but all the comics call her Spider Gwen. Spider Gwen. And then so everyone's like, Spider Gwen. Like, that's not a great secret identity if your name's in that title. What was the name of the India Manhattan? Or uh, just uh, Patver Parker, like an Indian version of Peter Parker. No, what was the name of the city, though? Uh, Mumbai Hatton. Mumbai Hatton. Mumbai Hatton. Mumbai Hatton. Yeah. Like, I love yeah. that. That dude was really this cool. This is where the too. traffic is, and this is where the traffic is. <laughs> yeah. They went to the actor who plays Dopender in Deadpool. Like They wrote the character, and then they approached him saying, like, hey, can you come in and just tell us what should we be referencing? It wasn't too, because Lord and Miller are two white guys. Right. And they didn't just say, eh, it's probably what India's like. They went to someone who grew up there. It's like, what do we do? What would you want to talk about? So that's why he talks about the tea and how everyone calls chai, calls it chai tea. Like, yeah. that's not what, hey, can yeah. you white people stop coming here for your spiritual journeys? It's just, <laughs> it's a city. Come on. Like, just all this, like, stuff that's tongue in cheek. But he's like, yeah, this is, like, genuine thing that Indian people have to deal with. Yeah. And that thing that he was using, the the Rolly... I forgot to look it up. But oh, yeah, right. yeah, totally. That was, I'd seen that them in so film cool. before and, and in other cartoon yeah. shows, and I was just like, I can never remember what they're called, but it's like he uses it to fling As, his as a projectile, yeah. yeah. It's a very diverse film. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like that they brought in so many cultures. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As they drop through the different multiverses. Including <laughs> Scarlet Spider. Actually, maybe he's my favorite. Scarlet Spider. I lived through the Clone Saga in the comics. It was a whole debacle in the 90s. Okay. And he, ben Riley is the one good thing to come out of it. And they've been butchering his character recently. Oh, man. So him just acting all edgy is just pure 90s, like making fun of the 90s. Oh, that's a particularly painful memory. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, right. I remember. Yeah, 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 yeah. totally. Voiced oh by God. Andy Samberg. <laughs> Not as expertly as Haley Seinfeld, maybe, but still so fun. So good. Amazing. So highly recommended. Good for kids of a certain yeah. age. Not, not yeah, little, little kids because the screen is really flashy. It's a really flashy. Be, uh, be careful if you do have sensitivity yeah, to that kind of thing because it's a lot of flashy. It's not too terribly violent. There is cartoon you know, level punching and kicking and it's relatively safe for most kids as long as they you know don't have uh, the, like, the strobe issues. The yeah, strobe light. Seizures. They, thank you. Yes. Yeah. Epilepsy. That's the word. Yep. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You don't want to go to that. And, you know, the theater that we went to, because it's now been out for a little while, didn't really have a whole lot of people in it. There were a few other people in the balcony at Cinema 21, but I know that you, you, you've you seen it at other locations. The Living Room Theater was relatively full. There's a smaller theaters, but yeah, like the first weekend, it, it, it's been doing record numbers the past couple weekends. Yeah, I think it opened up and made more than the previous movie made altogether. Yeah. Which is not a bad sign. No. It, well, there's not really a whole lot else for kids to go out and watch right now. So, no. and it's the beginning of the summer. I mean, literally, school just got out across the U.S. So you have all these right. kids going. I want to go see a movie. Oh yeah. Well, you're going to have to compete with the, the new Transformers. Apparently, that just overtook it for its first weekend. Yeah, but well, so it happens. And I, you know, I've I've heard good things about that too. I've heard yeah. it's got back to basics. So yeah, I think we've covered the movie a, a considerable. Oh yeah, we we got the movie handled. I don't know if anyone drank any beer in the movie. 
No, maybe I at the barbecue. Yeah, I, there were probably people drinking something but, at the barbecue. But they don't show it. It's movie. a kids' movie. They're not going to show beer. <laughs> Correct. If there were bottles, they you couldn't were, tell what was pop. in them. Yes, there was soda pop or pop or delicious lemonade. Can I get a coke? Nice. <laughs> so again, Cinema Twenty One uh, provides uh, some draft beers. They also have cans and bottles available of other things. But you know, as as mentioned, the Cinema Twenty One Lager, which I think is just a rotating seasonal lager that they get from someone and just rename it Cinema Twenty One. Oh, so I didn't realize that. We don't know actually what it is, other it than was... it's just a nationally produced lager that you know. Yeah, it it's, it did everything a lager is supposed to do. It had a little bit of body. Uh, the flavor was there, but it wasn't overpowering. Basically, everything I like about beer, if you've heard enough of these episodes, you know I like a light beer. Yeah. I don't know if there... I think there's a little bit of aftertaste, maybe what Dan would call crackery or like a... Dan, a, a typical lager, what what should you be tasting on the back end? It should just be dry crackery. You, you might have a little like a lemongrass or maybe a little herbal hit, depending on I, how many hops are in it. But if it's I don't not think a hoppy... There wasn't much of an beer. herbal hit. It was mostly like a straight... It tastes like something you'd get at a barbecue. Yeah. Dry crackery kind of vibe is... Definitely mm-hmm, mm-hmm. quenching and, and usable. Yeah. And I thought it worked well with the movie. You don't, I don't think he wants anything crazy complex to compete with the film. Did, did it, keep up. Because I know that it, we took our time sipping. Did it change any or a lot as it warmed up? The only difference I say with an impish grin on my face is when I stopped using the straw and drank it like a grown up. Hey. Oh my God. <laughs> yeah. So when you go to Cinema 21 and order a beer, you get it in a plastic <laughs> cup with a plastic lid and they hand you a straw. No, they don't. They oh, just the you, straws are there. I you chose the straw to, met, to <laughs> poke fun at Dan. Yes. What are they, what's drinking it through a straw do? Uh, your the carbonation is going to act way differently mm. when you're pulling it through a straw than if you were to drink it just normally. So, is there a dimension where they do drink it with straws because they think that's better? There probably is. Yeah. Earth forty two. Probably <laughs> there's probably just people here in the U.S. that drink. I've seen people drink beer through straws at yeah. a bar. Oh, at a bar. See, a bar. that seems odd to me. Because I only did it here That's because strange. I had the option. Well, not... then he, it was North Dakota. Oh. And it was Bud Light. Okay. Well. Was this the one with the ice? Yes. So they asked for strange. a glass of ice with their Bud Light, and they poured their Bud Light into the glass of ice and drank it through a straw. Well, I mean, you don't want the ice bumping into your li- upper lip. It gets cold. Correct. It's going <laughs> to mess your makeup all up. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. They should make so, hop cubes. Yes. They should do that. Ooh. Hop cubes, keep your beer cold. TM, Why TM, not? TM, TM. So they they yeah, exactly. they have turbine oil. I mean, you can get additives that you can literally. It's like a, a little glass vial that has a little eyedropper thingy, and you can drop one or two drops, little teeny <laughs> oh, drops. Oh, you did show me this, and it'll turn it into an IPA. It'll make it taste hoppy. Wow! So if you were to do that in water, freeze it, huh. and then you could say that would be actually an interesting Hot thing because you could do that with. Seltzer, you could do. It yeah. wouldn't have to be beer. I mean, I know that. Yeah, yeah. We we did a non-alcoholic episode not too recent, not too long ago, and and we we did some hop waters, some basically yeah, seltzers yeah. that were had a, dry hopped. Yeah, and hmm. and that would be a real similar thing. Interesting. Interesting. I think we, there should be an experimental episode where you actually do. <laughs> well, that. We'll, 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 we'll do that <laughs> while watching it. Weird Science. Oh my there god, go. that <laughs> classic. Would be fun. There you go. So good. Um, so what do you have, Dan? Yeah, I, I had the Zoigel Kolsch, which is a Zoigel House Brewing Company, which used to be downtown, and now they're way out on the east end of uh, the Portland oh, yeah, metro area. That's right, off of like ninety. What is it? Ninety second, and just right off of two hundred five. Um, yeah, Foster ninety second area. They do good German-style beers. Uh, this was one of the lighter ones that they had on the menu, and I didn't want to sit there and have to go back. And I knew that this beer, having had it before, 
gets better as it warms up. It turns more lemony. Oh, mm. interesting. So Kolsch's can really vary in how their uh, citrus approaches. Some are going to be more grassy and less citrus. This one is more citrus forward. So it kind of just, it while it did flatten a bit as it warmed up. Yeah, yeah. It just still maintained a nice citrus flavor. So I didn't mind it that it got warm. I'm, I'm going to slow drink it, and it tasted just fine to me. Mm-hmm. Some people don't like that, but I didn't have a problem. I always forget there's various kinds of Kolsch. Except for some reason, I, I look at Kolsch the same way like a Pilsers and Lagers, which is also silly to think, yeah, it's just, that's what it is. Yeah, no, there's, it's like, it's like you think of, and I'm going to point this out again, as we've talked in the past, and I'm using my hands and I'm waving them in the air. Okay, so hmm. blueberry I muffins. Bread. I love bread. Oh, you think every blueberry muffin's the same? It is. That's true. <laughs> Wait, no, <laughs> so I mean, it's like, no. <laughs> it's a type of bread, just like there's beer, then there's kinds of beer, and then within that type, there's any variety you can imagine. You got so, sourdoughs, you got potato yes. bread, you got rye bread, yep. you got... So just think of it that way. When you, when you are picking beers out, just remember it's not going to be the same even from time to time based on... You know, this, unless it's a production that's super gigantic, big, and they're testing it at every step, the recipe is going to change over time. Mm-hmm. The ingredients aren't the same every time they they make right. it. So there's always room for a little variation. It's a spectrum, but it's like a circular spectrum, yes. right? Yeah. Because I, I saw, don't you have a chart? Yeah. So there's like a circle. So there's a hot, there's a flavor profile chart. And so you always want to try to hit similar oh. to that. Mm. But again, you know, the alcohol percent is going to vary on the, the amount of malt, how the malt's treated and how old it is or how fresh it is. Was it milled properly? Was it, you know, there's so many things that go into making food mm-hmm. and it bears food. You know, you consume it. It gives you calories. It's food. <laughs> Drink a large it, glass like, of food today. It, yeah, I did. Um, <laughs> it, it, there's always, there's always, you have to just, again, keep in mind that Beer is not necessarily a static thing. It's going to change. And as right. as we've noted here many times, it will warm up and change flavors as it warms up too. Which is a, a key component of a lot of episodes of Movie and a Beer where I, I, can, I can't even count on ha- both my hands and, and feet uh, how many times like Randall and Brian and Aaron have all said, yeah, it started out kind of eh. Yeah. And then like throughout right. the movies it warmed up. I was like, this is pretty good actually. Right. Yeah. It's an experience. It is. Yeah, a time-based experience. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> From the Renaissance to whatever right. era Gwen's world is. Exactly. Yeah, 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 yeah. And, and I know color that New York. we had talked about, and I don't know if you want to sneak. I mean, so if you go to a place that has expensive, I know there's some theaters that we've gone to recently that it's really expensive to bring, to buy anything, any of the concessions. And yeah. if they do have beer or if they don't, some of the bigger chains are like $10 a beer. I don't like. Yeah. And it's like, not even, it's like, it's like, generic yeah it's, it's like, not even good stuff so like Coors Light like the yeah. closest craft like quote unquote craft they'll have is like pub beer from 10, Ten barrel, barrel? Mm. and it's fine but it's you know it's still pretty it's made to be yeah. like a standard so no drink. no shame if you want to sneak something in yeah nope. Yeah, just make sure you have a. Just make sure you open the uh, the the can tab or the bottle when the uh, trailers start. Yes, especially (laughs) if like it's a Fast and Furious because you know there's gonna be a lot of explosions and family. Yeah. Oh, and 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 it was interesting. This is a kids movie, and a lot of the trailers they showed at Cinema Twenty One were not kids. They were just movies that they're gonna be showing. Yeah, yeah, and not coming attractions for whatever. They were literally just other films they were showing, and it's just like these are not kids. Yeah, I remember patting Dan and thinking this is a. Odd choice of trailers for a kid's film. I know, so strange. Living Room Theater did the same thing where I had a trailer for this upcoming drama that I thought, this looks like nothing like a kid would want to watch. And then like trailers that made sense. <laughs> yeah. Well, 
you know, as always, we want to thank you all for hanging out and listening. Please check out this film. Yeah. Uh, you can wait till it's on streaming, but I would highly recommend going to a theater because you know, a lot of people are doing that and it's pretty mm-hmm. safe to do that now. Um, you know, support your local smaller theaters. You don't have to go to a big chain to see this because it is out there. Yeah, don't go to a Megaplex or whatever they're called now. Go, yeah. go to hit, hit your small towns. Your little theaters. Yeah. If you guys yeah. could um, have a beer with any of these spider people. Which one would you have a beer with? Wow! Just, just for I want to say for the awkwardness of it, uh, Miguel O'Hara because he wouldn't drink and he just glare at me. <laughs> I, I might have to stick to my original answer of uh, Peter B. Parker. Okay, if you can get some time away from the kid, I think Spider Ham would be great to have a beer with. Yeah, I was gonna say either Spider Ham <laughs> or Spider Punk. Yeah, either of those two because we like did yeah. we talk about music and like you know totally. drink really really bad London beer that would be good. <laughs> yeah, it's exactly R- what really it. weak beer. Yes, we have to drink like fifteen to even. Feel about I guess Spiderhams would just be like a cartoon beer with a lot of like foamy head that just doesn't get in your way as you drink it down. Like that's pretty good, brah. And it's still it's like it never drops and like yeah, it's, yeah. It's, right. it's like the endless the endless the cup endless of beer. beer. Like it never ends. It's uh, just the head's always the same. So good, delightful. <laughs> so good. All right. Well, you know, as always, the opinions expressed during the taping of this recording are those of the hosts. And hydrate if you can, because if you don't. You'll you'll get thrown to a dimension where you dehydrate. Yeah, <laughs> and there's some dimension hopping going on in this film, so you know, just a little bit, just a little bit. So if you hydrate enough, it'll open up a portal. Yeah, you, it wind, you wind up in you wind up in the Venom movie, and then no one's happy. <laughs> oh jeez, oh, and that's sad. somebody who I didn't see in this. Oh yeah, there you didn't was... see him, but you saw his uh the his go to convenience store lady. Yes, interesting. Alrighty, well Maybe they're saving him for the next one. I guess. Which is interesting because it's like, you know, he's out there. It's got to be. I guess. Yeah. Because at the end of the other one, boy, we can get, I can get in there another time. That makes me so angry. <laughs> I mean, especially since, you know, there's crossover with the Thor movies. Mm. The the guy with the sword who's mm-hmm. killing the gods. That that's sword tr- came from that's true, um, yeah. the entity that created. Right. I'm not sure if Tom Hardy's going to deal with that. <laughs> the, that. That created the Venom symbiote. Yeah. That's their god that they worship. Yep. Yep. Uh, King and Black, right. no, yeah, that's a whole thing. It's a good run, but it's a whole lot of weird lore that I didn't expect so out of Easter eggs out of a gooey black alien monster that was made because I forget why they made him. So many Easter yeah. eggs. Was yeah. this movie basically the plot of Back to the Future too? I've heard that. I was just realizing, like, okay, Doc comes back, Gwen comes back, he ends up some other alternate dimension where he's not supposed to be. I don't know. Kind of. Kind of weird. That, that's your. That's your. Uh, that the your documentary is totally. Uh, yeah. Lord Lord Miller future. L- yeah. Lord, Lord Miller back. Lord Miller back. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, this is Dan signing out. Thanks for listening, everybody. Blake says bye in a thwip sound effect. Randall <laughs> says later. Seeing another dimension, guys. Bye.